Hey, you. Yeah, you. You ever been to camp? Look at you. Of course you haven't. You're a wrestling fan. But Killian McMurphy and Big Dust are here to let you in on a little secret. You can go to Camp Leapfrog on IWTV. You looking for wrestling that's fun? Wrestling that's different? Wrestling that everyone's gonna love? Or are you just looking for Killian McMurphy to beat the snot out of some geek? That's Camp Leapfrog on IWTV. Tune in now, nerds. This week's episode is brought to you by Design by Dunbar. If you need a logo design, flyers, e-commerce, website, or anything at all, go check out Designs by Dunbar at www.facebook.com slash Design by Dunbar. What is going on, nerds of wrestling, and welcome to today's episode of What's Up Wrestler, a podcast by Nerds of Wrestling. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio, and my guest at this very time is the bubblegum princess, Alexia Nicole. Alexia, what is going on? How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Sorry, I should take a sip of water. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, I-, I can't say your name too much on the show because I have... The lady, the software, you know who, um, installed in my computer, and every time I said her name, the thing. Yeah. Goes. So I'm just gonna call you. <laughs> is that okay if I just call you Al for the show? That's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, I've been. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I've been wanting to get you on the show forever, and I'm really glad I was uh, finally able to make this happen. Uh, you know, thank you again. Uh, we're living in a crazy time right now. Uh, how have you been doing to kind of keep a positive mindset? Uh, it's been hard. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's especially. Uh, I'm not sure where you're at, but like in Canada, especially Ontario, Canada, like nothing's been happening the past year. Everything's shut down. Like we haven't been able to do anything. I've wrestled maybe six times in a year, so that's frustrating. Um, I've just been trying to look on the bright side of things. Like, yeah, I can't wrestle, but like I can work on my body and trying to feel better. Yeah, I'm not really working as much or you know, like wrestling as much, but I can save money because I'm not going out as much. Like I'm just trying to focus on the positives of everything going on. Bro, I'm I'm from Connecticut. Uh, I mean, I'm in the states right now. Uh, I know I interviewed somebody from Canada before in England, and they said the same thing. It's been nothing. Nothing's going yeah. on. Nothing. Nothing's <laughs> been happening. Uh, that kind of sucks. It's like nothing seems to be looking up right now at all. Uh, it's hard to say. We've had like a botched vaccine rollout. Like we don't make our own vaccines in Canada, so we oh, have to shit. get them from yeah, we have to get them from everywhere else. So because of that, like the rollout's been super slow. Um, the way they're rolling it out, like only like only really old people and like essential workers have it, like their first shot. Right. So yeah, like you can't really start going back to things if like mostly most people don't have a vaccine. So we've just basically yeah, we've been totally shut down. Not totally like we've tried to open up, but most like most things haven't opened up since last march god damn oh, i'm so sorry to hear that let's talk about <laughs> okay. let's talk about something positive uh so much wrestling going on in the world right now uh you know wwe nxt uh 
obviously, uh, you know, AEW, ROH, Impact is doing their thing. Have you been keeping up with a lot of the current products? I've been trying. Like, as much as I've been home, it's hard to keep up because there's right. wrestling every night, and it's it's just hard. Um, but I've been trying my hardest to keep up. I saw a bit of Impact's pay-per-view last um, – it was last Sunday on the, over the weekend. Uh, I try to watch Raw. I Sometimes I just can't. It's a little unbearable sometimes. <laughs> Not going to lie. Don't, don't we know it. Don't we know it. <laughs> but I try to watch most like most major shows. I try – every now and then I tune into AEW. Um, I, I try to keep up as much as possible, but it is hard. Like there's so much wrestling. Uh, don't don't feel bad when you say uh, it's unbearable. I mean, it's it is unbearable. <laughs> it is very is unbearable. Like I don't like watching Raw anymore. It's too boring. It's three hours. I mean, I remember when back in what 2012 when they announced that Monday Night Raw is going to be three hours, and we're like, oh my god, that's awesome. And then we're like, no, this is too much. Like stop. Uh, like the first, I remember the first week it was supposed to be three hours. I was pumped because like, oh my god, three hours of raw. And then I quickly realized, no, it's like it's like an hour at least of like commercials and like another half hour of like really long like segments that like, really just like dragged out the show. And like half the matches got cut in half because of a commercial. I'm like, okay, no, this is not what I wanted. This is too long. I want my two hour raw back. Right, right. I, I, I don't feel like they're going back to two hours at all. Unfortunately, uh, no matter how bad we want it, they're not doing it because they're making way too much money. Uh, speaking of, you know, wrestling in WWE, when did you get into WWE? Who were some wrestlers you first looked up to in the in the uh, in the industry? Uh, so the first people I looked up to, The Undertaker was like my my number one favorite wrestler at the time when I first started watching. Uh, I liked guys like Eddie Guerrero. I loved Molly Holly, Beth Phoenix, Mickey James. Like, I started watching wrestling really young, but my, I would watch like in the background while my brother was watching it. So I wasn't totally paying attention until like a like I'd say like mid two thousands. But I had an idea of like who everyone was before that. So you said like Undertaker and Eddie Guerrero really stood out to you. Uh, can you name some of your favorite matches from from those two? I know it's very hard. <laughs> it is hard. Um, I mean, Ray and Eddie at Halloween Havoc is a classic. Of course. Is, that's a classic. Uh, like, Eddie's matches with Chris Benoit in Japan are insane. Um, it's, yeah, it's Japan. Uh, Taker's, the first match I ever watched, actually, with the was the Undertaker's match with Mick Foley, the uh, King of the Ring Hell in a Cell, where he chucked him right off the top. That was my yep. first ever memory of wrestling, and I loved it. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, also Mania 20... 25 and 26, I believe, or should the Shawn Michaels matches with The Undertaker? Yep. Those were great. Those now, are some of my favorites. You know, I feel like this is a very uh, hot topic of a question. Which one was better, 25 or 26? Ooh, um, I preferred 25. I know a lot of people like 26 more, but I think I preferred the first time ever. Well, not ever, but like that first big mania match. Right, I feel like it's cut like right down the middle. Like you can't pick your favorite. Twenty five was phenomenal. So was twenty six. But I think I'm with you. If I had to pick, I would go back and watch twenty five. You know, over and over again. And that's my personal favorite, and it is one of the best WrestleMania matches of all time. Uh, you know, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio at Halloween Havoc is a a classic. Like everyone says, that's their favorite wrestling match because it is. You know, I'm not trying to be like you know stereotypical or like you know plain but it, it is a wrestling match that everybody will say it is their favorite uh is Rey Mysterio one of your favorites as well he is he is actually someone I really look up to in terms of like 
how to work in the ring because he's so short and so yep. am I. <laughs> <laughs> so I really look at him and see how he works with other people because and like how he interacts with people that are so much taller just because it's something that I also have to do. Like you said, your brothers was really into wrestling. Is your whole family into wrestling or is it just you and your brothers? Kind of. My... It's weird. Like my great grandmother loved wrestling. Just this old woman didn't speak any English at all, but loved watching it. And it just kind of like continued on that side of the family till it got to me. Um, so like my my she was a fan, my grandmother was a fan, my mom was a fan, my brother's a fan, and now I'm a fan. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of continued down the line like that. There you go. You know, I I said it before on a lot of my podcasts. Say people are gonna most likely get annoyed, but I'll say it again. I get so jealous when uh, wrestlers I interview say, oh, my whole family watched it. My my dad watched it. My uncle watched it. I'm like, yeah, no, no, can't relate. I'm the only person in my whole family who watches wrestling. I don't even know how I got into it. I just saw WrestleMania 22 at Target, and I bought it, and I was like, I love wrestling. So that, and that's all she wrote. Uh, you, you grew up in Canada your whole life, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. is, is wrestling very big up there in Canada? It oh, is. Of course, of course it is. You know, Edge and everything. That was a, that was a stupid question. Oh my god! Let's, no. let's just forget I asked that. There's no such thing as a stupid question. It is big here, but you know what? Independent wrestling isn't as big as it used to be. I will say that. Um, like there used to be, there was a company that would have like thousands of people at their shows, and they would bring in like the huge impact names at the time, like Christian, Rhino, AJ Styles, like all those guys. Um, unfortunately, they're not around anymore. But that was a huge deal. And like, so indie wrestling used to be huge. Um, then it kind of dwindled down a bit. It's starting to get bigger again in Canada, but like Canada is such a large province and it takes forever to drive from, I mean, country. And it takes forever to drive from one province to another. Um, like for me to drive to the next province over I, in either direction would take about five to six hours. Whereas in the States, I know like a couple of hours and you're in another state. Um, that's crazy. I find I, <laughs> I still find that so crazy. Like you know, because even for like I don't know, Texas. Texas is a massive state. I'm I'm from Connecticut. We're like very small. It, it takes me an hour to get from one my town to like another town. But like I know Texas takes like you know, or California takes like four hours to get from one place to another part of California, which I find absolutely just mind boggling. Like you're in California, like what like it takes you four hours to get from here to like san diego it, it's so crazy to blonde uh you know when i think about that uh be really quick before we get to know more about alexia nicole drop those plugs where can the nerds find you so the nerds can find me at uh at alex it's alexia twitter and at alexia nicole on instagram uh those are yes those are my only two social media accounts those are the two that's all i got so i think they're on the screen right now there you go. I mean, yeah. There you go. We'll definitely get those again at the end. Uh, uh, when did you really start becoming like motivated to become a professional wrestler? Uh, like 12, 13. I was just like watching a bunch of wrestling. And um, it was when, whenever like the divas were having like six woman tag matches every single week. I was just, I was a little more upset than anything. I'm like, well, this is lame. Like, why aren't they doing more? Like, they could right. do better than this. So I was just, that kind of got me determined to be like, okay, I can do this. I know I can do this. You know, I want to be a woman that can wrestle and show that I can wrestle and not just, you know, prance out there for five minutes and come back. Um, so that's really what got me motivated. It was just like the drive to like, women are better than this. You're, you know, you're not just, <laughs> yeah, I can't be. Right, right. Uh, you know, watching as a young fan to see those, the way the women, were kind of treated in wrestling because must have did it have like a negative mindset on you or you just like you said you just kept motivated to do your own thing 
definitely kept motivated. I just feel weird. I didn't even notice like some of the things. Like I was watching an old rawback from like nine, like ninety nine. I didn't realize how sexual it was. Yeah. <laughs> it blew my mind, and like, just, like to look at it now, like as a wrestler, like it's the strangest thing. I don't think I would ever agree to do half the things there, but um. It's crazy how far it's come. That's for it kinda, sure. Yeah, it just like went right over your head. Like, oh, yeah, like, whatever. Like, watch it now. You're like, holy shit, they got away with that. Like, what are they yeah. doing? Like, what is going Honestly. on? <laughs> you know, and it's crazy to think where rest women's wrestling was then to where it is now. I'm a massive fan of uh, women wrestling. Uh, I feel like they deserve just as much as the men do. Uh, and, you know, that goes to my next thing. WrestleMania just happened. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair, main event in night one. What were your thoughts on that match? It was so good. Uh, I was so excited for that match. I knew, like, they're both great. I knew they would kill yeah. it. Um, I was even more excited when I heard out they were the main because that feels like a main event. Like, it's a nice, like, a really good match. Had a story going into it. Like, sh they were really talented wrestlers, and they killed it. Yeah. Uh, it was such a good match, such a good main event. Um, like, I couldn't have been happier. I, to me, that was the main event of the entire, like, two nights. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Now night one or night two, which one is your favorite? Night one. One hundred percent. I feel like yeah, yeah. Nobody picked night two. Like nobody like chose night two. Night one was a lot better. Uh, I'm gonna uh, mention really quick. Bad Bunny. Holy shit, he did amazing. Uh, I, I had no expectations for him, and once he hit that Canadian and Morrison, I popped like a motherfucker. I went crazy. Like, that was the same. He did great. Like he, like you can tell he really like wanted to do it and like trained. Like so good. Like the best yeah. celeb ever to step his foot in the ring. Oh, without a question, without a question. Uh, let's talk more about Alexi Nicole though. Uh, we could talk about WrestleMania oh another time. But uh, you know, uh, what was your first time stepping into the ring? Like actually training. What was your mindset? What was going through your head? Uh, it was a little scary. So I first started training. I was lucky. So Taylor Wilde, actually, she was hosting an all-girls training like session for a few months at the school that I went to. So she was like, you know, super kind, super helpful. But it was still intimidating. It was just me and like five other girls. And she's just standing in the ring like, okay, come in. Let's get started. And it's like, what? Sorry? You want, you want to just get started right away? Um, but yeah, like intimidating but it, it went away very quickly, I will say. Like, as soon as you start kind of moving around and you start figuring out what you're doing, it just really became fun. You know, that, the fear went away. It just started to become a lot of fun. There you go. I mean, and what was what was the first bump you take? I know a lot of wrestlers take a lot of different bumps. What was the first bump you've ever taken, if you can remember? Uh, I think she, what did she do? I think she literally just, like, uh, gave me, like, a double, like, she just pulled my legs out from underneath me, and that was how my first bump. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I wasn't expecting it, but I had actually I had done karate for a little bit beforehand, so I knew how to technically take a bump. So I was prepared. I, I <laughs> even though I didn't know what was happening, um, but yeah, it wasn't definitely didn't hurt as much as I thought it would. I'll say that, but uh, it's not that it didn't hurt. That's for sure. It's kind of funny how you said your trainer just like ripped your legs from right under you, just fell. Like, oh, okay, what's going on? Did you fall <laughs> on your back, or was it like a more of like a clumsy fall? Fall on my back. She, she didn't give me an option. She just tugged my legs at, at a forest. I'm like, okay, I have to fall on my back. Yeah, you gotta like, you gotta yeah. slap, slap the mat with your hands. You gotta sell it. You gotta sell it. Yeah. Uh, you know, that that's insane. A lot of people who uh, don't know wrestling, uh, what would you tell them that what the ring feels like for your first time? Um, It's weird. It's like, think of like the hardest 
like fabric, I guess you can think of. Cause like, it's not soft at all, but like, it's not like a concrete floor. Like there's definitely a layer of like nice, like thin, like thin mats underneath yeah. the, the canvas. Um, but there's not, it's still not like a cloud. Um, and it, depending on the ring, if there might not be a lot of give, and if there's no give, that's going to suck. You're just going to land some your thud on the ring. Oof. <laughs> yeah i give so much credit to wrestlers uh, after your whole training was done what was your first match like how long did it take you to get booked into your first match uh, so it took me it took me about two years but i was i was 15 when i started training so oh, my okay. trainer was very hesitant on putting me out super young holy shit two years good for <laughs> you that's awesome wow yeah so i was 17 on my first match it was a um it was on canada day and like a big outdoor event so i and i it was a tag match against i was teaming with um a guy named cody 45 who's actually a ref in ontario now which is kind of fun against one of my trainers and angelina love <laughs> oh shit that <laughs> yeah is awesome. that was my first match what i've interviewed so many wrestlers and two years is you broke the record holy shit that's like the longest i've ever heard anybody <laughs> you know train for good for you uh Thank you. you said you said you were 15 when you started training and 17 when you finally got booked in your first match had did you go through like any like doubts in your mind like i can't do this or did you just have a positive mindset like straight through positive mindset straight through like i knew my training was like i trained so long before i did anything because my trainer was like look you're really young um and that was and after i started working i realized until i turned 18 not a lot of people want to book a 17 year old girl right um yeah so it wasn't it was definitely something that like made me feel like upset or anything and anything it motivated me more i got to see like everyone around me that was training and working on shows i got to learn from them you know they'd give me advice so i had to like to prepare for that first match so i'm kind of thankful that i trained for so long and then started working i think it really helped me get ready for all of that Hell yeah, I love what was what was that like first match like? Uh, you said you wrestled a trainer, which I feel like a lot of first matches should be. I'm not a wrestler, but I feel like if you're wrestling in your first match, you should 100% wrestle your trainer at one point or another. I uh, you wrestled your trainer in a tag match. Uh, were you confident? Were you nervous in the ring? I know it's a very long time ago. I I I asked a lot of old questions like for the first time in wrestling. Oh, it's good. I um I was I wasn't as nervous as I sorry as i thought i would be just because like like i said like one of my trainers marcus marquez was his name like he was like this is what you're doing if you get lost just kind of look at me look at angelina like someone will help you out no matter what um so i wasn't worried about that but i like, it was still scary like the stepping out in front of a crowd for the first time is an unbelievably terrifying feeling um and you it's weird because you get used to it right away but that first like three seconds is so scary because everyone's just looking at you um, I definitely, I mean, I probably peed my pants a bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. It does happen. It happens a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, it was scary, but it definitely, the fear went away quick. And I just started to just kind of roll with it, do what I was supposed to do. Um, and yeah, just make sure I type my biggest fear was messing up. So I was like, as long as I didn't mess up and I didn't hurt anyone, I was happy. You were good. Uh, fast forward a little bit, because I know you had so many more wrestling matches in your career after that. I, I got to know, I got to ask, how did, like, Bubblegum play a uh, role in your character? Um, It was honestly, so I used to chew gum when I got nervous, because I would grind my teeth. So I'm like, okay, I'll chew gum. Like, that'll stop me from grinding. Um, And then I was chewing bubblegum one day. That's all I had. I cut a promo backstage, and I had bubblegum in my mouth still. 
Uh, people <laughs> saw the promo, they saw photos, they're like, oh, you because I just blew a bubble. And they're like, oh, like this works great. This is so good. I'm like, okay, that's that's literally how it started. Like, no fancy story. It was just like, all happenstance. I feel like a lot of like character gimmicks like that happened just out of nowhere. Like, oh no, I was just tying my shoe one day and they just called me the shoe king. Oh, all right. <laughs> there yeah. you go. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people want to know though, what is your favorite type of gum? Uh it's is it hubba? Yeah, I'd say hubba bubba is probably the best. I mean you could blow like the biggest bubble with those, so <laughs> you you can't beat it. Uh do you eat gum like during your matches? I try not to. I try to like pull, either like put it in like a tissue and like give it to the ref or like put it in like a boot my boot or knee pad or something. Sometimes I'll keep it in my mouth. It's really hard though. I it's really just more of like a choking hazard for myself. Of course. Yeah, we don't want we don't want that. We don't want that. Uh, you know, after this whole thing was done with your, you know, first match and uh, your gimmick really took off, you wrestled for a lot of places. I know you wrestled in Impact uh, for a few times. What was that like wrestling in Impact uh, for even for your first time? It was it was fun. It was again like scary. I get scared very easily, which I don't know how I've made it in wrestling. I, mean, I get scared <laughs> easily too, so it's okay. <laughs> um, it was it was intimidating. Uh, it was just. But it was such a great experience. Like that first match I had for Impact with Jordan Grace. Um, I mean, I I'd wrestled her before, but like a totally different match, totally different right. scenario. Um, like I've never been. I'm typically not a heel when I wrestle people bigger than me because it's why. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. I'm very tiny. I'm not picking people up and, and slamming them. Um, but I was a heel against so her. I'm like, okay, how do I make this work? Uh, and I've just tried to be like as character driven as possible and, sh and we had like such little time because the whole point was to get Jordan over and I wanted to make sure I was able to do that but also make an impression right which I think I did in a way because they brought me back <laughs> um and I know I know she squashed you in that match she uh she 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 beat the shit out of you uh and yeah. you said you guys worked uh, a lot together but to work in impact was a uh was a whole different ball game uh you know and what was your mindset like even stepping into the building for the first time in like that sort of environment i got nervous like i had gone so they were taping uh they had a pay-per-view the day before which i had been invited to go just to come hang out backstage meet everyone so i was there the day before so i got i got comfortable with everybody and like got to talk and meet and just relax a bit um the day i was a little more stressful because i'm like okay like i'm here i'm here as a worker now this is scary um, but, uh, just like getting to plan the match and like Gail Kim is the producer for the knockouts, such an honor, honestly, to just like to have her help, like putting together matches and like getting her feedback for things. Um, and it like getting used to working TV matches, which is something I hadn't done before. Um, so like knowing where the cameras are knowing how much right. time you have to work, listening to the ref, like he's giving you time cues, making sure you listen to him. Um, totally new experience. I'm so thankful for that experience because I learned a lot that first time and it really helped every time that I got to continue working there. But yeah, it was just honestly, it was a little overwhelming. I will say <laughs> like it was a lot to take in at once, um, but it was a good learning experience for sure. I feel like I feel like I should know this. How, were you ever a, uh, a talent enhancement in WWE? No, I've done extra work, but never as a uh, talent enhancement. That's still pretty cool, though, to work, like, you know, in, in the back at WWE, I'm assuming, you know, kind, kind of like Impact, but, like, it's a whole different ballgame for WWE. Yeah, they have the best catering backstage at WWE, I'll say that. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they got some banging food. <laughs> uh, speaking of WWE, I know you wrestled uh, Jazz uh, mm -hmm. in a few matches. 
Jazz is a legend, uh, an icon. What was that like stepping into the ring with her? Oh my God. I was again, like so thankful, so happy. <laughs> like it's, it's just, she's such a legend. Like I remember when I met her, I was, I was scared to, you're scared to, especially to work with someone that like you grew up watching. It's, right. it's a weird feeling almost. Um, but she was so kind, so like giving in terms of like putting the match together. Uh, and she was just so like, if you know, just follow my lead. Uh, you know, we're not going to plan a ton, but we you know when we get out there, just we'll just go at go at it. Don't worry about a thing. And it works so well. Um, she's just so knowledgeable on like how to work with the crowd and like how to like not not pander to them, but still like work with them and have them on your side and get them there without having to be like, okay, come on, guys, let's clap. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's right. really good. Yeah, really good at like teaching you how to do that. So I'm so thankful again. And like she's so good. Yeah. Like she's, she's so good. She's been doing it for so long and she's still so good. It's insane. It's crazy to see a lot of these wrestlers uh, still wrestling. You know, funny story really quick. Uh, I remember I went to Monday Night Raw for the first time ever back in 2006. This is completely off topic. Sorry. I, I got to share the story. Okay. <laughs> uh, I went to Monday Night Raw for the very first time in 2006 with uh, my brother and my mom and my stepdad. And keep in mind, again, this is 06. And my stepdad was watching wrestling in the 80s. Uh, a lot of big icons back in the 80s, you know, Hulk Hogan, uh, you know, um, you know, Ultimate Warrior, Hacksaw, Jim Duncan. And I remember he wrestled Eugene in uh, like a dark match before Raw. And he came out, his music hit. And I remember my stepdad at the time, he said, oh, my God, he's still wrestling. And that just kind of like went over my head because I didn't realize how old he was. I thought he was kind of young. I'm like, he has to be young because he's wrestling. It's crazy to think in 06 and like 10, 12 years later, I'm meeting Hacksaw in like Massachusetts at Big Time Wrestling and he's still wrestling. And like what my stepdad at the time said, he's still wrestling. It kind of blows my mind. Uh, that just goes into like, you know, with Jazz and everyone still wrestling. I know Jazz wasn't wrestling in the 80s, but it's just crazy to see a lot of these people still loosening up those, uh, those uh, lacing up those boots and stepping into the square circle and wrestling. It, it's insane. It's kudos to them because I can't do it. I don't know how everyone else does it. I mean, it's like, I can't even imagine. Like, she's been doing this probably as long as I've been alive. And it's it's honestly crazy to me to think about. Like, I've been wrestling for less than 10 years. And, like, my body hurts. How do you handle it? Yo, let's see. That, that's crazy. That's insane. Uh, you know, we all know you're based off in Canada. You wrestled in the States a few times. Uh, what was it like coming to the States for the very first time? I know, did you wrestle in uh, Impact? Was that in the States? Uh, no, Impact was all in Canada. I've done um, I've done AIW in ohio i've wrestled for um i did a match for beyond nice. um yeah i wrestled solo darling that was really exciting um i've done like, like a couple of other smaller shows i can't even remember the first show i did in the u.s i don't remember i just remember it was in michigan uh it's fun it's a lot of fun to just travel somewhere new and like meet new people and like work in a new environment um it is hard though because like a lot of people don't realize it's very dangerous to go over the border as a wrestler yeah. because a border guard can basically determine your future. They can say, okay, we don't, uh, you know, we think you're taking the job away from an American. So you're not allowed back in the country for five years. Really? Um, a, a lot of Canadian wrestlers have been banned um, from the U S so yeah, it's a very, when we come to the U S we risk everything. <laughs> so that's why you guys don't come to the U S that often. Uh, yeah. That's honestly, unless someone's got a visa, they're probably not coming to the U S all the time. 
Um, but that's yeah, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. So sad. Uh, where did you wrestle? Uh, did you? Uh, you say you wrestled Solo Darling for Beyond. Beyond, holy shit, it's a fantastic promotion. I love Beyond. Uh, where did you wrestle, uh, Chris Statlander? I know you wrestled Statlander before, right? Toronto. I got lucky. <laughs> Came to me. <laughs> nice. What do you remember? What uh, promotion that was for? That was for Greek Town Wrestling. Greek Town Wrestling, awesome. And you have you wrestled for them a lot? Yeah, that's actually that's where I wrestled Jazz twice. I wrestled um, Allison K in a strap match there, so that was fun. I've wrestled Shotzi Blackheart there. I've had a lot of really cool matchups in Greek Town. I'm really yeah, I'm really happy and thankful for that. That is awesome. You know, <laughs> enough about wrestling. I feel like we know um pretty much you know a good gist of your career. Uh, let's get to know you like a little more. Uh, does Alexia Nicole like Netflix? Uh, what are your favorite Netflix shows? You know, Hulu, Amazon Prime. Peacock. I mean, I know Peacock <laughs> has a network now, so although uh, you guys, so you guys still get the network, have, right? Yeah, we get the network. Say, we don't have Peacock. <laughs> oh, so everyone listening must be like, damn, lucky her. <laughs> it is great, I will say. Um, I watch I watch um on Amazon. I'll just go back and forth between like old shows and stuff. I do want to watch Godzilla. I literally have that. I'm just waiting to rent it. <laughs> right. Because I gotta pay for that. It's like in your um, cart. It's like in your cart right there. Like, should I buy it? Yeah. Should I not? I I'm know. just waiting for the right time. <laughs> right. Um, I've been watching a bit of Smallville with my boyfriend. I've never watched it before, but he's super into it. And like, I kind of like it. It's, it's getting good. We're in the first season. Um, I watched Nailed It on Netflix, which is a baking show where people do horribly, like awful. And it's really fun. Yeah. Hmm. It's a baking show for bad bakers. I highly recommend. Nailed It? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I, I don't think we have that here. I, I got to check. Ooh. I mean, maybe so maybe we do. Maybe, uh, the, it's it's crazy how you mentioned Smallville. I don't like Smallville. I'm not really into that kind of shows. Um, my friend is though, but I remember the guy from uh, the guy who plays Superman in the show. He was from the movie uh, Cheaper by the Dozen. Yes. Uh, and I met him at <laughs> I met him at Comic Con. And breaking news: we do have nailed it on. Netflix, I just checked. We have it. My phone's right there. We have nailed it. I will check it out. Uh, do you like those kind of shows, like the cooking shows? I do. I really like baking shows. Like, there's a every now and then I'll watch like I'll catch a kids baking championship on TV, and it's just kids that are like really good bakers. I'm like, this is great. I can sit and watch this for a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> my, my friend, my friend was like, You're gonna laugh at me when I tell you this. A couple years ago, I was watching uh baseball in the little league world series i'm like cool i mean those kids are those kids are insane like those kids are good uh, i i never heard about a kid's baking show so hey you know that's that's pretty cool i mean i don't think we i don't th i don't think i've ever seen anything like that before though uh you know I, I gotta ask do you watch cobra kai did you watch cobra kai i didn't i've never actually seen karate kid either i gotta be you don't honest. have to you don't have to <laughs> Okay. You don't have to. You don't have to. I mean, honestly, uh, a few people can agree. Hopefully, everyone can agree that you don't need to watch Karate Kid one, two, and three just to watch Cobra Kai. I mean, because they kind of explain everything in the show. Yeah. So you have like a, a basic understanding of you know what Cobra Kai and the Karate Kid was all Karate Kid was all about. Uh, Alexia, I know this has been a very short time, but thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, I had a super, super fun time talking to you. Uh, you know, really quick before this whole, after this whole pandemic ends, I hope it ends in uh, Canada. What are your goals? What What do you really want to accomplish? Um, I really just want to honestly just get better. Like I was working so hard to be better before the pandemic, and I felt like I had really hit a stride of like, you know, I was having better matches, I was getting bigger matches. Because of that, I was getting bigger opportunities, and then it kind of came to a halt. Um, so I've taken all the time that I could go to training 
now, like during this pandemic, I've really taken it to kind of improve on that. So I want to show people that I can be better, um, that I can just be a better wrestler. And even if like, even if they thought I was great before, I want to show them I can be greater. I just want to be the best that I can be. So that's hopefully as soon as possible. <laughs> well, I'm rooting for you. I know everyone is rooting for you up in Canada. I hope you see you at a show in the States sometime. Come to Connecticut, you know, <laughs> Northeast Wrestling. I'll try. Um, <laughs> you know, um, you know, Lombardi, <clears throat> if you're listening to book Alexi Nicole. But um, yeah, no, Alexia, thank you so much again for coming on the show. This has uh, been a lot of fun. Uh, of course, one more time, drop those plugs. Where can those nerds find you? You can find me on Twitter at it's Alexia Nicole. You can find me on Instagram at Alexia Nicole. And those are my socials. There you go, nerds. Uh, go follow Alexia Nicole. And this has been an episode of What's Up Wrestler, a podcast by Nerds of Wrestling. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds. And that concludes this episode on the Nerds of Wrestling podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more future episodes. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds.